Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. So glad you're with us for the Tuesday edition of the Three Martini Lunch. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend, but glad you're back with us today. And just four days to see how much craziness we can compile in the world of politics and beyond with a subtle foreshadowing of our crazy martini today. We have two wonderful sponsors today, starting with Coastal, coastal.com slash martini. We'll tell you about how you can get a great product for your next pair of glasses at a very good price, coastal.com slash martini. And we're also brought to you again today by ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash martini. Jim, let's start with our good martini, and I use quotation marks for this. It's certainly not on its face a good martini, but it could end up actually being a very good unintentional martini because the left has decided that the unions are going all out for the Democrats this year. It's in the guise of supporting Black Lives Matter, of course, but uh, here's what the AP reports. Ahead of Labor Day, Unions representing millions across several working class sectors are threatening to authorize work stoppages in support of the Black Lives Matter movement amid calls for concrete measures that address racial injustice. In a statement first shared with the Associated Press, labor leaders who represent teachers, auto workers, truck drivers, and clerical staff, among others, signaled a willingness Friday to escalate protest tactics to force local and federal lawmakers to take action on policing reform and systemic racism. They said the walkouts, if they were to move forward with them, would last for as long as needed. So, of course, some of the usual suspects here, uh, AFSME, the American Federation of State, County, Municipal Employees, Service Employees Union International, and affiliates of the National Education Association. Uh, But they have demands that can avoid all of this, Jim. Here are their demands. We echo the call to local and federal government to divest from the police, to redistribute the stolen wealth of the billionaire class, and to invest in what our people need to live in peace, dignity, and abundance, universal health care and housing, public jobs programs, and cash assistance, and safe working conditions. And Jazz Shaw over at Hot Air says uh, he's got some helpful tips here to decode this. Divest from the police, of course, is to defund or abolish the police. Redistribute the stolen wealth of billionaires is the wealth tax. Universal health care is Medicare for all or government-run health care. Universal housing, nobody has to pay rent. And cash assistance is universal basic income for those unable or unwilling to work. Jim, some see this as uh, a nightmare. I see this potentially as the greatest in-kind political contribution Republicans could have ever hoped for. Yeah, because look, you know, this has not exactly been a normal year for the economy. Uh, weren't we just being told, Greg, that the, the economy, it's, it's never been this bad. It's worse than the Great Depression. Uh, the unemployment rate has gone down recently, but it's, only, it's still at 8.4%. That's still pretty darn high by the standards of everything except the Great Recession. And now we're all just going to not work for, for indefinitely. We're, we're going on it. We're calling it what sounds effectively like a general strike. Nobody should go to work or certainly nobody at these, all, all these various county, state, local county governments um, and all these other members of these other large trade unions. Everybody's going to stay home. Isn't, didn't we just go through this earlier this year, Greg? The lockdowns? <laughs> didn't we just go through, Matt? And weren't we told this was like the worst thing that could possibly happen to the economy? And in particular, the worst thing that could happen to so many minorities that, that the 
Uh, unemployment rate amongst African Americans was exceptionally high. I believe the unemployment rate among African Americans right now is still like 13% as of August 2020. That's not small. Uh, obviously, Hispanic Latino unemployment is very, very high. Young people unemployment is still very, very high for those who want to find jobs, 16%. We're, we're now at a point where our, our economy is just starting to struggle out of this hole. And now the attitude is it's time for a general strike and for this strike to go on as long as needed, or at least until Donald Trump loses a re-election, I guess. <laughs> I think that's pretty much right. Now, you're assuming that they're going to stay home. I suspect they're going to be in the streets, which will make uh, all the COVID school shutdowns and other restrictions seem even more ludicrous than a lot of folks already think that they are. So uh, if you have teachers not in the classroom, not doing virtual, but in the streets in large groups demanding all of these radical leftward changes, I'm just sure that parents across the country are going to love it. Yeah, I was going to say, look, we, it's one thing for the America's teachers to say, uh, by the way, happy, happy first day of school to everyone. In <laughs> yes, exactly. Everyone else? So far, no tech issues, at least for, on, on the end of, of my boys. I, some jurisdictions may not be running so smoothly. But you know what? Your school districts, you're asking a lot from parents. And we all, we all generally like our kids. Teachers, we all have high hopes for the coming school year. Deciding like two days into the school year, yeah, we're not, te- we're not even doing online teaching anymore. If you want to see angry parents from coast to coast, go ahead with this move. There's no way this could backfire on your teachers' unions. They need to see things a little more clearly, Jim. See the way things that parents uh, see this. Mm. They're trying to balance work and, and school and, and everything else. And then you got these other unions. Uh, if, yeah, if they try to cripple the economy once again just to make a political statement that is not going to be received well. But uh, they may not see clearly, but you can. And that's where Coastal comes in, our great new sponsor here. And uh, this is a company and a product that makes your next pair of glasses, selecting that next pair of glasses, as simple uh, and as quick as possible, because you know, you've been to your eye doctor, they tell you your uh, prescription has changed to the point where you need glasses or you need different glasses, and then they take you out to that giant wall of frames, and it's kind of overwhelming, and then you look at yourself in the mirror, and you're not sure what you think, and if you brought anybody with you, they kind of hem and haw, and it's just it's a long process, and then you ask the optical assistant there, who you barely know what they think, and uh, it, it can be a little bit stressful. but. Uh, Coastal takes a lot of that problem away because while a lot of pairs of glasses look totally different on the shelf than your face, Coastal makes it really easy to try glasses on on your computer. You really can do this. You can browse and virtually try on hundreds of frames without ever leaving your couch or your desk. You don't even need to turn off the TV. You can do it yourself. At Coastal.com, you can get prescription glasses starting at $9.00 with free shipping and 30-day risk-free returns. Plus, they have the most advanced virtual try-on technology that you will find anywhere. Turn your frames into sunglasses by testing out colored lens tints, or finally see what a cat eye or aviator would really look like on your face. With Coastal, you don't have to spend hours at the store or hundreds of dollars. Just go to coastal.com, Pick the frames you want and see how they look on you, on your phone, and then enter your prescription details and order them. I did it on my laptop, not my phone, but this try-on technology, I got to say I was a little dubious about it, but you go through and you, you think about the different type of frames that, that you want and you just line up your face uh, on your computer camera, your phone camera, and it really does give you a very good example of, of what the frames will look like. And then you just need 
you know, the measurements of your frames, uh, the information from your prescription, you punch it all in, and it really just takes a few minutes. And if you have any questions along the way, they've got online assistance uh, to help you along at every step of the way. It really is about as simple of a process as you could possibly imagine. And I got the glasses a couple of weeks later, prescription was perfect, I can see fine, I can read fine. Coastal has over 2,000 frames to choose from and 24-hour customer support. And Newsweek has called it America's best customer service. Hard to top that. You'll never waste time or money again at an expensive optometrist. Instead, you want to go to coastal.com. And now through October 31st, yes, Halloween, which is only the end of next month, uh, they're offering our listeners the best deal they have going anywhere. 50% off your first pair of glasses at coastal.com slash martini. So get free shipping, 30-day risk-free returns, and 50% off at coastal.com slash martini, but only until October 31st. That's spelled C-O-A-S-T-A-L dot com slash martini. Some restrictions apply. All right, Jim, let's talk about our actual bad martini now. And it was just a few days ago, I think, where we were hammering Joe Biden for his giant flip-flop on fracking. We had a whole montage, in fact, of him at various debates saying that fracking is going to be phased out, that he's fine with uh, lots of jobs being lost in that industry because we're going to have all these magical green energy jobs. So he's trying to pretend he never had that position. Kamala Harris at a CNN town hall uh, during the primary season was even perhaps more blunt than Biden during the primary season about where she stood on the future of fracking. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. So, yeah, and, and, and starting... And starting with what we can do on day one around public lands, right? And, um, and then there has to be legislation. But yes, and this is something I've taken on in California. I have a history of working on this issue. And to your point, um, and, you know, the, we have to just acknowledge that the residual impact of fracking is enormous in terms of the impact on the health and safety of communities. But now, of course, Jim, uh, Joe Biden has uh, changed his position on fracking. So as the dutiful vice presidential nominee, Kamala Harris is suddenly fine with fracking. Uh, in an interview with Dana Bash for CNN, uh, she does a complete 180 here. And you also have to admire the fact of how many uh, groups she can pander to here in a 40-second response. Take a listen. Joe Biden has said, quote, I am not banning fracking. During your primary campaign, you said that you supported a ban. Are you comfortable with Joe Biden's position? Yes, because Joe is saying, listen, one, those are good paying jobs in places like Pennsylvania. And two, that we need to also invest and put a significant investment in the good paying union jobs that we can create around clean energy, around renewable energy. And, and that is the kind of approach we need to have. But, but always understanding that it's a false choice to suggest that we either take care of um, jobs or we take care of our environment. We can do both and we should do both. So Jim, shout out to Pennsylvania, shout out to the unions, and we can totally balance the economy and the environment. Funny how that didn't come up in the primary season when everybody was sprinting hard left. You know, the, the quick way to summarize Kamala Harris's position is, I am in support of all the good parts of fracking, but I oppose all the bad parts of fracking. And somehow she will find some magic policy that makes everyone happy. Look, I could give her a little bit of slack in the sense that when you're the vice presidential nominee, part of your job is to instantly forget all of your previous positions. Your job is to salute and say, I will follow the, po the policy choices of the nominee. I will do everything to make the Biden administration's policy succeed. 
Gary Trudeau used to sneeringly joke that George H.W. Bush put his manhood in a blind trust for the eight years that he was vice president. But when you're vice president, you have to basically, you know, uh, subjugate your own policy preferences to that which the uh, of the nominees. Fine. I think what's pretty clear here is that if you're if you're in Pennsylvania and your 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 livelihood depends upon fracking, President Biden might not ban fracking, or she might just kind of limit it on public lands, or he might. But you just don't know. You don't know who he's going to appoint to the Environmental Protection Agency. You don't know whether he'll be working with the Democratic House and Democratic Senate you know that the administration would have a whole bunch of people in it who don't like fracking in any form, public lands, private lands, or anything like that, who have ideas that we can live entirely on sunlight, uh, solar power, and uh, wind power. They're not the least bit dissuaded by the fact that the mayor of Los Angeles is telling people to shut off their appliances by 3 p.m. And that's, you know, these are the kind of people who are going to be in a Biden administration. Does this mean you'd lose your job? Uh, who knows? It's it's a possibility. It's a you know, it, it all it is a near guarantee that a Biden administration is going to be less friendly to fracking than the Trump administration is going to be. If you have seen your industry thrive over the past four years, or over the better part of the last four years, the whole economy took a hit when the pandemic hit. Uh, but if you if your economy if you're relating to natural gas or to oil has been thriving, well, this administration there's really no reason to think that Trump's going to change his mind that Mike Pence is going to change his mind, that there's going to be a different attitude uh, in the second term of a Trump administration. Than the first. They're pretty straightforward here. So look, is it a guarantee you'll lose your job under President Biden? No, but how much do you want to take that chance? <laughs> exactly right. I mean, at this point, which side of the debate trusts Joe Biden? I mean, the people that like fracking and the uh, amazing number of jobs and the, the benefit to the economy that it's brought all around the country uh, are certainly not good to, going to enjoy this flip-flop or believe it after both of them were so strident about it. Uh, and uh, the people that do want to ban fracking, I mean, they're probably going to end up voting for him anyway, but uh, they're certainly not going to be as confident or as enthusiastic about it. I guess the only thing we can be pleased about here, Jim, is that Kamala Harris <laughs> didn't, didn't just giggle at Dana Bash and say, I wasn't, I wasn't in Pennsylvania. I wasn't in Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was just a debate. <laughs> that was during the primary. You know how we say things during the primary. None of it matters. None of it means anything. And I was- if her attitude is, well, my primary position was during the primary, and this is the general election. You know, it, so on, on some level, it's like saying, these are my real positions. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because you know, once somebody's decided they can change their positions out of political convenience, then you have to wonder, what if Vice President Kamala Harris, or who knows, President Kamala Harris, what is she going to do if political winds start shifting against your industry and she's president? How confident can you feel with com- knowing Kamala Harris has your six? So, frackers, you want to protect your job? Good luck deciphering the uh, Biden-Harris positions on fracking, although I think if you look carefully, it's not really that hard to tell what's happening here. But you can also protect yourself in your online activity, and that's where ExpressVPN comes in. Look, you protect yourself and your family physically all the time. You maybe have alarm systems on your house or your cars. You close your curtains so folks can't see through the windows. You also lock your doors. You sometimes just need to get away from your own family members and and close the door at your house. You want privacy at times. And the same thing is true for the internet. Uh, Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website that you visit And what's worse is they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. 
ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity cannot be seen by anyone. You should be using ExpressVPN on all your devices because it works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. The best part is using ExpressVPN is as easy as say, closing the bathroom door when you want privacy. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you are protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. So if you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash martini today. Use our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash martini, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash martini. All right, Tim, let's go to our crazy martini, which is not really political. It's just insane. CNN, one of the multiple wildfires burning in California was started during a gender reveal party. A smoke-generating pyrotechnic device used at the party sparked the El Dorado fire in San Bernardino County. The fire started Saturday at 10.23 a.m. at the El Dorado Ranch Park in Yucaipa and spread from the park north on to Yucaipa Ridge, according to the release. The fire has since grown to 8,600 acres as of Monday and is just 7% contained, according to the San Bernardino National Forest. Uh, obviously, uh, this thing was lit at a party. It was dry conditions. The incendiary device caught uh, caught fire. And you, according to the story, surveillance video from the party showed people scrambling and grabbing water bottles as the flames grew. So it was obvious right away that something was wrong. And so, Jim, on one level, you want to uh, applaud people who still believe there are biological genders, since that's now <laughs> controversial. At the same time, blue balloons, pink balloons, uh, inside color of the cake, uh, maybe slightly safer ways to do things than lighting your whole county on fire. You know, Greg, uh, I've, I've got a decent amount to say. First of all, I hope everyone who's out fighting the fire is doing okay. It's very easy to dunk on these people. It's very easy to make fun of these people. And rest assured, dear listeners, I will. <laughs> uh, but at this point, like this is, you know, a serious natural, uh, natural disaster, or some might argue an unnatural disaster. But for a moment, dear listeners, Greg, I'm going to give you a simulation of the uh, gender announcement party my dearest wife and I held for both of our children. Hey, Greg, we're having a boy. <laughs> hey, Greg, we're having a boy again. That's it. That's, that's how it went. That was, uh, my dad did not want to know, and I ended up learning it out to him both times. So we've done a very bad job of, of not, yeah. So here's the thing. If you, if you choose to have a party, fine. You could probably draw some line between this trend and the people who feel a need to make their weddings as wildly ostentatious and uh, go into deep into debt because of their weddings, because they feel like this has to be the biggest and most extravagant and most amazing event they've ever done. Um, the kind of people who turn their birthday into a week, you know, since people you know, who are like, oh, it's my birthday week. That's great. I'll, I'll, I'll wish you a happy birthday on Thursday. We're not there yet. Um, <laughs> Like, I, and here's the thing. I'm all for a party. I don't really mind the, you know, if you're listening, all of a sudden you're like, you're, being, you're getting notified on your computer, things like, it's National Rutabaga Day. 
Or Talk Like a Pirate Day. I, I'm surprised they haven't tried to make Talk Like a Pirate Day a federal holiday at this day. At this point. So if you want to have a party, fine, go right ahead. You'd like to think that in the middle of a heat wave, uh, in the middle of summer, and you go out into natural wildlands, that fireworks would seem like a, a potential danger there. I mean, that, that's the first lack of it. But the second thing is just this need to turn this into what is, you know, obviously an indisputably joyous event. And if you're thrilled to be having a boy, thrilled to be having a girl, hey, God bless you. I want you to have a good time. But a little bit of common sense. Is that really too much to ask these days? Apparently it is. I guess I haven't had a chance to look at the video there, Greg. Are they at least socially distanced? No. There's no video with the CNN story uh, right. on how this happened, but uh, there was a, they have a picture of a similar one, which has exploding blue smoke and then uh, some, some darker smoke uh, from the actual pyrotechnics. So this didn't used to happen. Uh, I think we sent out group texts to the family and, and maybe some close friends and, and that was kind of that. So, you know, not saying uh, if you think it's recent for a party, not to have the party, but uh Try to keep the uh, munitions at, at a fairly low level. I, th I think that's not asking too Particularly much. Particularly in drought conditions. <laughs> it was, it's a really crazy martini, Jim, but doesn't it feel good just for a moment to have one that's not specifically political? Kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, we should recognize it's very, we're a deeply divided country. Lots of people's stress levels are off the charts with the election. People are worried about the potential of violence. We're already seeing all these protests. We should recognize what makes us crazy politically is not nearly as important as all the ways that Americans are crazy in all the non-political ways. You know? <laughs> we, we are still a crazy nation beyond our politics. Jim, obviously we wish the very best to the firefighters who I'm sure are working overtime to get this under control. And even though their party planning tactics are suspect to say the least, we wish the very best to the couple who is expecting another bundle of joy. Uh, I, I don't know what the name's going to be, but I'm sure it's going to be hopefully something more rational than their pyrotechnic choice. Well, I understand, Greg, if it's a boy, they're thinking of Cole, uh, Flint, Keegan, which by the way means son of fire, uh, Phoenix, and Tyson, which also has a meaning firebrand. But if it's a girl, they could go with Aster. Uh, they could go with Bren, which is German for flame, Electra, Ember, all kinds of great fire-related. Hera, there you go. There's some lovely fire-related names for this child. This child of, of Blaze. I was thinking Ashley, so we're all on the same line. There we here. go. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Greg. Jim Garrity, National Review. I'm Greg Corumbus, Radio America. Thanks again for being with us today. Don't forget about our wonderful sponsors, two of them today. Coastal, get those glasses online with no hassle, coastal.com slash martini. And also, to protect yourself online, expressvpn.com slash martini. Please subscribe to the Three Martini Lunch. Leave us a kind review and a five-star rating. We're very appreciative of those. Also, please remember to get us on those home devices. All you have to say is play Three Martini Lunch podcast. And join us Wednesday for the next Three Martini Lunch.